Don't blame me. I voted for Todd. That's fucking Mike, dude. Look at you. Look at us. Look at us being professional podcasters with equipment. Look at this mic. I, this, I can get both my hands on this mic. Yeah, you can. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's got some serious... Mm, it's got girth. Girth. Hi. This is the Monday Mass, the world's greatest action sports podcast. Also an action sports podcast about nothing. And last week, it was especially about nothing because I did it alone. What do you have to say for yourself, I just Todd? think that we have to be prepared to do a solo Monday Mass when one of us is gone. I'm always prepared to do it solo. <laughs> I'm used to it. But it was awkward. Why? But I think with practice, it won't be awkward. Why was it awkward? Because I kept looking over there. I kept <laughs> looking over, and I just had some some stuff set it's up so, over here. It's so dumb to like to talk to yourself like that. Oh well, you know what? It, it I, and I'm sure if anybody listened to but it, but it they started would. off that way. That's how Monday Mass started. Was you just talking? Well, it, you know what it sounded like? It sounded like NPR. It was it was straightforward. Uh, you just gave me information. News. It was newsy. Uh, a couple laughs. I was laughing to myself. Sounds like a really long, really shitty ad block. It was. It was okay. <laughs> it was. It was there. It's there. Yeah. It's on the internet. Well, uh, today is May eighth, twenty twenty three. Can't get um, over this. We. Are, I have a new mic. I bought that for you. Did you buy that one too? Uh, no. Uh, Chris Cantori gave this to podcast. Me. What's is this the same one? Yes. How do I sound? We're podcasters now. All right. I think you sound great. I don't know. We won't know until people complain. I mean, I'm looking at it and it sounds it, I'm hearing it. Let's go um let's this go crazy. let's get straight into the ad block so we can get this shit That's out right. of the way. Uh the Monday Mass is presented by at Ration Ale at Ration Ale brewing the world's best craft NA beer. They just spent the weekend at the Beach Life Festival up in Redondo Beach. I think they gave out uh, a million cans. And of those million cans they gave out of the world's best NA craft beer, a million people really liked it. Todd? Great. Hanson Surfboards. Hanson Surfboards. Oh, I didn't realize you were throwing me the ball, dude. Vote for Chris. See? <laughs> That's one vote for me. Shut up. I'm going to put that on my shirt. Hanson Surfboards. At Hanson Surfboards. The sun is out, which means the it's, it's time to go to the beach. And uh, summertime is here. Water's warming up. Hanson's has got you covered in the surfboards, the shorts, the sunscreen, the stupid straw hats. You can get all that crap there. You know what I like about summer slash spring surfboard season is all the little groveler boards come out. Ooh. And Hanson has them all. And you... We can talk about it in surfboards. Oh, players. I'm excited for that. At now. Beneath Apparel, BN3TH Apparel. It is the best damn underwear you can possibly have. It oh. does not bunch. No bunch. Doesn't bunch. No bunch. Guaranteed and no bunching. I got these new shorts by Beneath. Did I, I think I may have given you some. They're like kind of running slash soccer looking shorts. I'm not running anywhere unless With, I'm being chased. They have the Beneath magic in them. The clutch. Oh, yeah. Amazing. Pedal Electric at Pedal.Electric e-bikes for everyone. It is summertime, and there is not one damn parking spot available at your local fun summer spot. So the only way that you are going to find your way in there is if you have an e-bike. And good luck finding a place to chain that thing up because everyone has e-bikes. But you'll have the fastest one in town because Pedal.Electric yeah. has dual motors. That's one in the front, one in the back. I saw a couple in the wild this weekend. That made me happy. Sick. With surfboards strapped to them. Bubs Naturals at Bubs Naturals. So not only do we have collagen, MCT brain oil, but what I have right in here in my water bottle is 
something that keeps you hydrated, hydrate or die. I love it because I'm not one of those people that likes to carry around a giant jug. You know those people? We have friends like that. Carrying around a jug. Of water? I totally respect it. I'm glad you're drinking all that water. I just, I don't have the patience for it. I feel like I would drown. I like to be hydrated quick, like that. I like my body to be... Rubbed in bachans? Yes. Why? What's so great about bachans? Because bachans just improves everything. And they're growing, at, right? At try bachans. What do you mean they're growing? I'm, they're getting in, in more and more We're stores. Everywhere, dude. Bachans is is everywhere. Bachans is killing it. Panic and coffee and tea at Panic and Coffee and Tea. Just had some. I'm all jacked up. Maybe Chris has got tell. his. It's a great time to sit outside and eat some food in this wonderful sun. At New Greens. New Greens, new formula God. coming at you very quickly here. I think it's supposed to be in the wild now. Today? Well, maybe not today, but definitely like now. Ooh. It is summer, isn't it? And at diecutstickers.com. Oh, they only make the most important oh stickers God. out. Don't blame me. I voted for Richards. So this is a little something we're toying with. And Who, no we, matter how you vote, it's not going to change. Yeah, the ad block. We're always going to do it together. Ad block is what it is. All right, Chris, you have something oh, look, to tell. They're die cut. That's not die cut. Well, yeah, it's circle. That's. Well, that's not really like when you think of a die cut, you think of people. Like the, you hear Todd talking about those stickers. Vote for me. He doesn't know about our sponsors. He doesn't know about stickers. Listen. Do you know that I have a show coming up on May thirteenth at Lucadian? I'm playing at two thirty. Then Second Harvest. What Man, time? DJ Mancat. What time is the show over? Just be there at two thirty. <laughs> be there at two thirty sharp. Uh, yeah, it's going to be super fun. It's at the Lucadian. I only play now. In parking lots in Lucadia. Sick. Usually to no one. So maybe there will be a few people there. Maybe wear fun. pants this time. I don't know. Hey, we have a new mask. Look at that. Look at that. You have it on there. Yes, I put it on the script. Uh, sports Management Mastermind AI. class coming up. AI. May 17th. That is this little class that I do little. online. It's little. It's not huge. It's not like Gary V or whatever. That, what's that guy's name? Whatever. It's not like we're not like presenting to a giant audience yet, but we will be. But Someday. it's this uh, it's a cool little class I do with a couple other industry heads, and we help help up and coming families that have um, you know prodigy action sports athletes navigate so, the space, and it's cool. So if I think my kid is going to be really good at skating, surfing, snowboarding, let's just say you or, let's just say you want to like you guys are all in. I just want to know. So we, what we do with this class is we help you avoid some of the pitfalls and we help you do it right so we don't just – the industry isn't populated by a bunch of soccer parents with unrealistic expectations and that are just trying to take and not, <laughs> is that give, happening? And not give anything back. Is that happening? Yes. Okay. Moving on. Oh, you want you don't want to hear about my son on the no, news? No, I'm waiting. <laughs> I'm just trying to get there. We're getting there. Okay. It's an action sports podcast about nothing. Yeah, but we haven't had any talk about action sports yet. Well, this is action sport. My son, Roman, parkour phenom, was on the news this morning, Fox 5 San Diego, with our friend Heather Lake, who is the wife of Sean, who owns and operates Bubs. So it comes full circle. So it basically helps benefit the show. Surf News is brought to you by Hanson Surfboards, Todd. Hanson Surfboards. You excited? Yep. Let's um, go. 100-foot wave. Watched it this weekend. Oh, my goodness. This is the best. This is probably the best surf I show. accidentally watched it. And you, what, and you kept watching it? Yes. And you liked it? It was really cool. It's really good. Yeah, it's good. They've done the, the way that it's edited, the footage that they have. 
the stories like Garrett McNamara is a very complex human being. Interesting guy yeah. for sure. And you know, so this is season two. Their season one was heavily focused on Nazare, uh, the discovery, the the conquering of. This is and more Jaws centric. Yeah, now, well, now we're going. We're Nazare. We're Jaws. We're Mavericks. We're following surfers around. And how gnarly is Justine Dupont? Pretty to come back from a crazy injury like that, and then yeah, put herself was, straight back out there. She was literally torn limb from limb. Now at Jaws, watching that, I can't help but think, wouldn't it be a compelling show if you were on hundred foot wave? Me, yeah. In which way? Like we get you to surf a hundred foot wave, and people just people oh. just sh- like show. What's your price? Like to go get towed? How much would it cost for you like to a let realistic for you price. to let go of the rope? At Jaws. At Jaws. Yeah. Well, actually, this backside for you. What's better for you? Ooh. What's better? Like, where's okay? Like, uh, I guess Nazare would be frontside for you. Um. Oh man. The, How much I to let think, go of the rope? I I think I'd rather do Jaws to be honest. Why? Because warm. It's warm, and there's a bigger channel. Uh, there's a there's a bigger uh, a less of a chance of getting caught inside by. What's a your price? Okay, my price. I'm gonna say. For I will get towed into how big of a wave? Like a fifty footer? Solid fifty foot face. Fifty foot face, fifty thousand dollars. That's actually no, we could probably crowdfund that. Fifty foot face, fifty thousand dollars. I mean Rob What would you do to Rob Deerdick? Rob Deerdick did it. You'd yeah, have it to go like to like 15 the fifteen foot. You'd have to go to like a breath class. Oh god. Like to like learn I mean, how to now I'm like I'm anxious. Hey everybody, if you'd like to see Chris surf a f- solid 50 foot face wave, all it's going to take is $50,000. People <laughs> are already, the phone lines uh, are tied up right now. Okay, so this is, you know, like a lot, you go on, on GoFundMe and there's these really sad, beautiful stories. It's just freaking help. GoBuryMe.com. Like you get. <laughs> yeah, let's get this wimp. <laughs> Out in a I fifty think foot way. I think that's way more compelling. Like well, if you want to spear, I'm just, that. I'm just saying. Like, there's all these different things. Like, and we play this game a lot. Like when we're on the road, is like, what's your price? I'm trying to be realistic about it. Fifty thousand like dollars. Fifty grand. Yeah. What about you? For me to do that? Jaws. Jaws. Front face. size. Like how much? Okay. How much prep work do we have? Well, uh, we have like I'm a assuming... like, like six months prep. Well, it's. You're going to probably have about six months prep because um, Jaws is not going to break until probably okay. October. I'd, I'd probably, I'd probably you say... You have from now until October. I'd probably say 50 grand as well. 50 grand. Like, I don't... Like, I would just need to get to the point where I could be comfortable holding holding my... No, the tow board, I think, is really similar to... You could what do it on I'm, a snowboard. I'm used to... No. Your friend did it on skis. My friend did? Oh. That guy. Chuck Patterson. Yeah, he did it on skis. That's right. Um, I just... I, I feel like... The, the the challenge is not going to be no it's not riding. drowning it's not it's so riding the wave is going to be gnarly it's dealing with the bumps and the chops especially for me it would be backside yeah. i could go left at jaws but basically okay for a hundred thousand dollars and i don't know if our friends our listeners have that kind of money but if one if there's one well-off let's say modern American industrialist listener of ours. Billionaire with just so much money they don't know what to do with it. For $100,000, we could take this show on the road and potentially both Todd and I could die in one 
We could split the Peaky what Jaws the, for $100,000. But we would have to make sure that we posted it on the right day to, like, you know, really click into the algorithm. Somebody's going to have probably going to have to post it for us because we'll be dead. <laughs> and then it'll be a reverse GoFundMe. We spent the $100,000. Now we need money to get these bodies back. Yeah. It's, it's scary to even think about it, but we've set it out. We've put it out there. Oh, I wanted to mention one thing. Yeah. That even makes 100 Foot Wave that much cooler. The soundtrack by the legendary Philip Glass. You drop Philip Glass's name in, in art I, I circles. Don't, I don't know who that is. You're going to have credibility. It's Philip Glass. Just just say or in conversation around. Like, have what? you seen 100 Foot Wave? What is the Philip, Philip Glass Who's soundtrack? Philip Glass? He's like, an avant-garde. Um, basically, uh, this, this, this guy has been putting out experimental... Music for, so he's like the you know, male Yoko Ono. He basically started the New York no wave movement. Okay, he's what is what that. is no wave? Uh, you know, we're talking DNA, uh, Arto Lindsay leading what? into Sonic Youth. That's no uh, wave. Leading into Talking Heads. That's not new wave. That's no wave. No wave. No new wave. wave was actual songs. No wave was sonic dissonance. And you can use all of that in a conversation at the. I coffee feel like shop. you're just saying words, dude. We're still waiting for the Boost Mobile Pro Gold Coast. Wait, hold on. The Boost Mobile Gold Coast. Before Pro you go, before you go on, can we just talk, talk about, about the fact footers? the fact that Boost Mobile is still a thing? <laughs> what is it? Or where are you at? It's what a, was their tagline? Uh, it's not a burner phone. Where are you at? Boost Mobile is like. Is it? Is it still burner phones? I think Boost Mobile is. Uh, you know, you pay by the minute. It's it's a phone for burning. It's a phone for drug dealers. <laughs> I just but, I, mean, I remember drug dealers have to use phones too. You know what though? I bet I bet in Australia it's kind of like T-Mobile. Australia has a some very strange internet uh, cell phone stuff going on. I, I haven't been there in a couple years. I have heard that the internet in australia is the worst internet on the planet it, you know it, Mo from I multiple really humans is. i remember when we used to go there for transworld and we would have to post stuff online you would have to so they would give you you would be in a hotel or a condo they would give you a little ticket and the little ticket was for however many bytes and i think at the time it was like 15 megs or something that's mm -hmm. like what, half a photo so you get these tickets and in order to log on, you'd have to log on, use the ticket number, and inevitably it would, it would go. You would go so fast, you'd have to keep getting tickets. So I, I think you might be right. Uh, you know what my favorite thing to do is, like you know when you go to like a coffee shop that has internet. There's a couple of them around town, and people have like set up freaking camp in the coffee shop. It's oh, like their God. office, Drives right? Like they've got a table. They have like a four top, and it's like one dude on a laptop with like a coffee that he ordered at 9 a.m. It's now noon, and he's got all of his shit spread out. So as soon as I walk in that coffee shop, I start downloading four movies at once. Oh, just to just to, his net. Just to fuck the internet up. You I know, hate that. That's our, my biggest pet yeah. peeve is like people that just take up space there's a at few, coffee Yeah, shops. there's places in town, and there's places in every town. Panic and Coffee and Tea does not have Wi-Fi, which I love. Some people... Go around that system by linking whatever to their phone. This dude was in there the other day, sitting yeah, right you, by the you counter. Tether it right to your yeah. from your laptop to He's your. He's right by the counter, staring into his iPad, going, "You don't understand. That's not the protocol." I'm like, "Bro, 
He's yelling business stuff at like seven there's in the a, morning. There's a woman that I've seen around Eat town it. a lot, and she's a stenographer from, from like trials. Okay. And she sets up her fucking stenographer bullshit, and she's like watching trials, like typing out shit, like. But it's like it's so it's more gear than we have here. Oh yeah, my neighbor's a stenographer, but she goes to the court. Okay. Well. So it, it, the stenographer's little. They have a little typewriter, but it's big. Yeah, it's it's like it's, it's little, but it's big. Yeah, but it's like a thing. All right. Anyway, uh, that's yeah, my rant. I I went into I I walked by a coffee shop. I actually walked through it to get out the back door. It it is very annoying, and for no reason other than I'm annoyed. I don't like to go to a coffee shop, and you hear this strange buzz of silence. There's little groups, and they're meeting, and they're talking quietly. But there's other people just with their headphones on, and you mm. can just feel that weird energy. Well, I'm you glad know, they're getting I'm something I'm just telling done. you, Panic and Coffee and Tea does not offer Wi-Fi, and that yeah. is the reason because you know you want like the coffee shop I'm talking about is Lofty Coffee here in Encinitas. I was talking about the one. What is it called? Burt's Bees Coffee or something? Burt's Bees. Better, better Buzz. Better Buzz. And you know what? If you need a coffee shop to go work, good for you. Yeah. We just prefer to work in our office. And if you feel attacked, fuck you. <laughs> yeah, Todd. Okay, what's that? Okay, so we're Boost, still waiting. Boost Mobile. For, Boost, Boost Mobile. Is I can't <laughs> get over. I can't get over this microphone. Boost Mobile Gold Coast Pro Challenger Series event. Uh, in the weeks leading up to it, of course, it was absolutely firing. The contest window opened. It went flat. But, mm-hmm. as Ronnie Blakey just said on a Instagram update, uh, the window is open till May 13th. There's swell on the way. So we could ho- potentially see some amazing surfing at Snapper Rocks. The sand is there. Everything's in place. And all they need is swell. Which it's easy, right? What do you do? You just call Surfline, or you just tell them to go. Yeah, you just tell Surfline. Just to, tell them to go. Well, I mean, look, you need swell. Um, yeah. Congratulations go to Sierra Kerr, who is on a tear right now. Oh my gosh! Yeah, she's getting barreled. She is. I mean, she's not. Is she? She's not old enough to be on the CT yet. Is that the deal? Oh, she is. She is. She's same age as Caitlin Simmers, right? She's 16 now? Yeah. Yeah, she's 16. So, like... She's got to qualify. Right. But, but she I, didn't go full four into... I feel QS like I feel yet. like we are just... We're right there. Like... Yeah. And I can't wait to see it because I think that she has some of the most exciting surfing being done in the women's field. I I honestly think that these Challenger Series events are as good, if not no, probably more not entertaining here. to watch because you get four surfers in the heat... Uh, there are not, there are no eliminate or non-elimination rounds, which to me are kind of, you know, of no consequence. So, you know, you're a, you're a hungry young surfer. You fly halfway around the world. You surf for 30 minutes, you lose, you go home. Those storylines to me are hectic Mm -hmm. and they make these events more, you have, to me, there's more emotional investment. It's like watching NCAA, you know, basketball or, you know, like Little League World Series where there's real heart and soul. Like once you've made it to the top, you do see emotion there. But I don't think you see the same type of emotion and passion that you see on the Challenger Series. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited for this event to start. I am a fan of the WSL. Okay. 
I yeah. know. And well, they're not even paying me right now. You've time. made that really they're obvious. Not, I mean, not I, currently, they're not. I got I got into a little social media. You know, I couldn't help it. What do you mean? People were just, just biting on you, on the WSL, and I just I, I I felt the urge to just say I like it. I think it's cool. Nobody cared. <laughs> No, I, I I do like it, and I know Todd's gonna watch every minute of it when it turns. I on, do watch it, and you like it. Mm-hmm. Todd got a chemistry dark arts. Welcome to the dark side, yeah. Todd. So how did I, this happen? Okay, so we went to Camp Shred. Okay, and I'd been. I mean, you you've had those dark arts boards in here for a while. You have yeah. that Pizel flaunting Gremlin. Is that the one that you had? You've had it forever. The purple Gremlin. Yeah, you've had these boards. I'm curious about them. I'm down for, you know, I'm a sucker for carbon fiber. He's curious and he's down. So I got a, well, truth be told, Dark Arts is kind of looking to expand their um, shaper portfolio. So okay. getting bringing okay. different people into the fold. And it was a great time to experiment with chemistry, the people that shape my boards. So I hit those guys up. We set it up. Our good friend Greg kind of hooked the whole, you know, connected all the dots. I actually gave you the phone number. Okay, you you gave me the phone number. I'd like and, some credit. And now I have a dark arts alchemist chemistry board. Now, I've ridden it three times so far. Hold on. What? Where's the 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 enthusiasm level is is worrying me? Because listen, I'm not. I don't know yet. Okay. I don't know yet. I mean, the board is incredibly light, um, almost like like way lighter than any board I've ever ridden in my life. Okay. So that means that as soon as I get it in the water, if there's any chop, I'm feeling everything. Really? And I haven't had a wave yet since I've tried to surf this board. I haven't had a wave yet that has. I feel like I'm I'm like you know tic tacking on flat sections. I haven't had a wave yet where I'm like set you know set the rail. And top to bottom driving, like and that's usually when I can when I can figure out a board is when I'm like cranking along the inside, right. where the waves kind of bowling up. That's I feel like I can get my feet in the board a little bit more. Your feet in the wax. Which is another thing is that thing don't want to dent. And I took a lacrosse ball this weekend and found where my foot marks were on okay. that board, and I tried to wrench wow. some dents you tried to go in the board. Ding. Yeah, physical. It's very like pressure dings to me on a surfboard are like, especially on like an epoxy or a board that's really floaty. I want to be in the board more. Okay, you know what I'm saying? Yes. And so it's incredibly light. I really feel like you could you could hammer a nail into a two by four with that thing, and nothing would happen. Right. Um, it's possible. It's very. It's very responsive. S- it's very snappy. It's. it's I mean, yeah. You, are you surfing the right? Is 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 the break that you're surfing no. conducive? Cur- well, I've surfed. It can be the same board that I surf all. The- it's the same shape as I right. as I always ride. Okay, it's like this this you know it's basically a groveler. I'm just waiting to have that moment because I think every board inherently that when you get a new surfboard, there's that breakthrough moment. Yeah. You don't have the right session to right. like make you feel like this is the right board for me or this it unlocks that board during that one session yeah i haven't had that session okay well i mean and that's totally fair and i feel like also i know how excited you were about it i'm still excited i mean you look at there's no it's all pointing i've always wanted to have a black surfboard okay even though it's like 
totally goes against trying to keep wax on the damn surfboard. It's just that's a, I think just, that's a misnomer. It's just cool. It's a like, They look really cool. And God, it's so light, dude. Like I feel like maybe like I found myself and I was talking to one of my buddies who had one, and he said, "Dude, it felt so light to me that I waxed it so heavily to get some more weight on the board." <laughs> so it's like I feel like maybe Just get you, used. To, you're gonna get used to it. I'm gonna get used to it. But do you like? And I was talking to the guys at Dark. I was talking to Greg, and Greg said that like John John. We were discussing this. He gets his boards made heavier on purpose. Okay. So is that a thing? Like, do you feel like a, a surfboard can be too light? I, I personally don't. I like my boards really light. I think in the case of, you know, John John, who's surfing, basically surfing gnarly waves yeah. all the time, he probably just gets a little bit thicker of a glass job. Um, you know, I feel like for around here, I mean, to me, the lighter the better. It just, it adds a lot of fun and just mm -hmm. poppiness to mm -hmm. it. I haven't personally felt like wind and chatter and chop was was a had a negative effect on my dark arts boards. Um, Have you? Did you? Do you typically before you started riding these dark arts boards, were you riding epoxy, uh, epoxy, or, yeah, poly, or epoxy. poly? You were riding uh, well epoxy. both. I think I had a couple good epoxy boards. I had a great epoxy Pizel that I really liked, and I think that was the last board that I was riding before I started getting dark arts boards, uh, but. You know, I think now I have four dark arts boards and I mean, I really like all of them. I'm trying to think of a time, you know, I, I have been reticent a few times on taking them down to, you know, like Nicaragua or El Salvador, somewhere where it's blazing hot, but because I have that. taken them and right. it's been totally fine. You know, you just, I, I think you just have to be a little more cognizant of keeping them I wonder the if you could, I wonder if you could just get a dark arts board and just have a white, just have them. They paint, have that. Paint the top white. Yeah, uh, Sketchy Tank uh, has has a white top dark arts board, and it looks cool. It looks kind of like yeah, because you can kind of yeah. see the carbon. It's a resin of, tint. Yeah, I think that's cool. Yeah, you can get white tops. Anyways, um, not uh, we don't know yet. We don't know yet. You're, you're the jury's out. I, it's the it's the board that I ride all the time. I need to get that one day where it's clean and it's little and. I mean, it's easy to throw the thing around. I just haven't found a wave that I could like actually yeah. come come off the bottom of and see something happen. There's a lot of innuendos in Todd's Todd's uh, statement. I no. I wonder how many sessions do you think it, it takes on on average? Okay, so you get a new board. How many sessions? Two, usually two. Two till you know yes or no. Yeah. Okay, and, it has and you're to be on three. I'm on the third session, but it has to be two sessions of like, of what you just need a wave that has push. And unfortunately, I, sur I, I struggle through a wave that doesn't have a lot of push. And sometimes I get days where the wave is good. Why don't you surf somewhere else? Because I'm stubborn and uncomfortable. Okay. That'd be a good t shirt. <laughs> stubborn and uncomfortable. That's actually really good. Um, but yeah. Well, your I, shirt could say stubborn and my shirt could say uncomfortable. I'm with stupid. I'm with stubborn and uncomfortable. So we'll see. The jury's still out. I'm, I'm, I like it. It looks great. It looks freaking great. I've, I've never had so many compliments on a surfboard. Will Todd drink the dark Kool-Aid? Hey, listen to this shit. So yes, there's 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 kind of like crazy because we had all those, those that wacky uh, tide swings and those giant swells this winter here in Southern California. Yeah. 
And I can't remember if we talked about this before, but like there is some weird shit showing up on the beaches. Like what? There's a like a redwood that's on the beach at Beacons right now. A straight up redwood. Uh, from, I'm not even joking. From NorCal. It's from NorCal. Crazy. There is a yesterday I was coming in and there was a piece of rebar about a foot tall just sticking out of the sand oh, that's right fun. where you would come in uh, from surfing. That's scary. It's fucking terrifying. And it's like there's just shit that has been like the oceans are there's, the ocean doesn't take any uh, well, there, doesn't play around, it takes I, prisoners. I think overall there's strange things happening with uh, water. You know, we we talked about snow melt and you know, rivers filling up quickly. Well, now these lakes that have been draining out slowly, Lake Mead, Lake Powell, uh, Lake Havasu, these lakes are starting to fill up. And there's some, my balls. there's some odd things happening, some like random shipwrecks reappear. I mean, just interesting. water is going crazy. Water, <laughs> water, am I right? Water is the essence of beauty. What else do we got here? In five, the five, news? 19 and a quarter century. Episode one is out now. Uh, Matt Violas, they call it. This is going to be a cool episode about that. One of the, I would say, the Legendary. most famous dimensions of any surfboard, right? It, if you say five five nineteen and a quarter, you know it's I'm notorious, about. right? And I think for where we live in Southern California, five five two and a quarter is it. Yeah, it's a board. It's a movie. No, it's a series. And here's uh, Biola saying the reason I started making these was purely because Chris Ward asked me if I would make him a fish. This was in 1994. Uh, Tom Curran had been writing a little fireball fish, and Matt Biolas in this in this new series basically says, you know, he was shaping hotshot shortboards, and so he had to go into some different surf shops and look up, look at fish boards, and kind of make his own thing up. And the rest is history. This is a board now for what over twenty. That was 1994, 2004. But we're talking. See, we're like almost not, twenty like years. It's like a super high performance fish. It's a high performance fish. So it's a so classic fish boards are basically meant for cruising, for going fast. People like Matt Biolis, and you know now you'll see a, a lot of these boards in the water have figured out ways to make fish boards absolutely rip. Mm -hmm. You had a, a lot of twin fin fish. You have a couple that's, that's all I've been proper riding. twin fin fish boards. Well, there's like there's the boards that are like straight up fit like fish, but like they smell like fish. They smell like fish, but the boards that I've been riding for a while are based. They're basically short boards set up, but just have a twin twin fin box. Fair, fair, yeah. So that is any. I think anytime I like basically all the stuff that Lost puts out for different reasons. Mm -hmm. This one, um, be it's interesting just to have be fun hear to Matt's take on that. We could probably get him on the. On the pod. I, mean, I have an interview. I should just rerun this interview that I got with him a Matt? while back. We're well, going to put that. we rerun it next week. We're going to put that. No, should we put it here or next week? No, I missed it. Right, never mind. <laughs> I screwed up. Uh, this is this is a, a, a tale. This is a, a story of something you shouldn't do. 23-year-old Australian has been detained since late April in Indonesia's conservative province of Asa. Aka? A-C-E-H, which ironically is where, I believe, where Tom Curran made the Fireball Fish famous. Anyway, so this kid, he's 23. Mm -hmm. His name is Bodie. <laughs> you don't say. From Queensland. This is not, this is nonfiction. He got loaded. Um, he got really drunk. Who, who knows what else he was on? He ran out of his hotel room naked and attacked a fisherman. 
during his outburst. And this is a part of Indonesia that is under Sharia law. So this kid's in a lot of trouble. And he not only faces up to 2.5 years, two and a half years of jail time, but also the possibility and probability now of 40 lashings. <gasps> 40 I, I feel like, isn't this lashings. like... I always get like so. What was that movie with with like Claire Danes and like her friend where they got like something Kingdom, where they they like, met a guy is yeah, locked up abroad. Yeah, movie. like this. Like, how do you? I guess, like, how do you go to a place like Indo, where there are there are provinces that are it's a completely different set of laws than you are used to, and you just decide that you're just or like. You know, you're going to go be wasted and do dumb shit. Or like, I'm going to smuggle a ton of weed in. Yeah. It's like, what? haven't you fucking ever seen movies? Like, this shit does not, it's not gonna end go right. right. I, I mean, I've I've been in both positions. I've been... You smuggled a lot of weed in no, Indonesia? No, not that. Oh. I've been that crazy gringo. In Mexico? But I never attacked anyone. No, in Indo. You've been... And, the- and, and most places that they I used call to go. they call you gringos in <laughs> yeah. Indonesia. Most places I used to go, there was probably times where I should have been arrested. Although I was a friendly, um, in 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 Biber in Biber in Biber in, in biting inebriated. I was friendly, friendly, friendlyly inebriated. Uh, I, I feel for this guy. We've all done really stupid things when we were drunk, and or whatever else he may have been on. Um. So I got another question for you, Todd. Not only do we have to surf Jaws now mm. because somebody's going to give $100,000, but also would you rather take 40 lashings or spend two years in jail? 40 lashings. Easily. Easy. What do they lash you with? A like ba- a bamboo, bamboo stick? Bamboo, like a rod. I mean, that would suck. They're going to make an example out of you, and I hope for the best for you. What if I've been the there. punishment was like you had to be raped by like Jesus. a like a donkey or something <laughs> public? Would you rather go? I'm gonna edit that out. Would you rather go to jail for two years or have to be publicly raped by a farm animal in this town square? Oh, come two, on, two you know, years, two years in jail, or be how big? Or is this, how like, big is this animal? Or it's like it's like fifteen minutes of really uncomfortableness. With a farm animal of your choice. That reminds me of that Black Mirror episode. Remember? The, no. The very first one? You're fucking dancing around the issue here. Farm an- First, you have to choose the farm animal, and then we can go from there. Okay. What farm animal? Oh, what? I mean... Pick your poison. Uh, a ram. That's not a farm animal. A sheep? I don't a know. Sheep? What's a male sheep called? Goat? No. Is it a ram? Uh, or I don't know, like a small pony, a Shetland, Shetland, a small, uh, you know, a baby horse. Dude, but the horse have has you to be, seen? The animal has to be of age. Dude, the cranks on horses are like that long. Dude. Okay, well, um, then I'm gonna go. Uh, I don't know, a s- small pig. Not none of the animals I'm saying sound appetizing. No, to it shouldn't be. You're being punished, but you have to choose between two years in jail. Or being raped, fine. Pu- okay, raped fine. publicly a by goat. a farm animal. A, okay, goat. a goat. All right, Chris says goat. A goat. Okay. And it does it to me, or I. No, you can't. You don't. That's not like some people do that for fun. No, you are like you're hogtied and covered in 
pheromone of whatever that specific animal tied. is. Your goat tied. Could be worse. And you have a ball gag, so you can't scream. Why? Why do I have to have that? And who's is someone filming? Yes. Are we, are we doing it live on the podcast? No. This is you're being punished. You tried to you you were stupid. What did I do? What did you I, stumbled what did I try to do? A, you stumbled out of a bar. Okay, goat. Yes, okay. I'll do it. What about you? No, I'm, I'm not, not answering. I'm not in trouble. <laughs> I'm not in trouble. I didn't. This is That's your scenario. Fair. No way, dude. You're you're coming with me, Todd. You got to hold me down. Okay. I'll be I'm like, gonna delete that. I'll be there thing. like a coach. I'm gonna delete that. No, don't delete it. People love it. <laughs> the people look at the reviews. I'll be people there. I'll be it. there like the shortstop coach. Like, come on, Chris, you can do it. It's just just 15 more minutes. Well, I have got an even tougher question for okay. you, Todd. I got white pants on right now. What do you think of white pants? White pants? I don't know. They, they seem like they get dirty. Well, well I used if, to wear if, painters pants though. Like that was like a yeah. thing. If you can get pants. over the fear of getting them dirty. Are white pants liberating? You just you you. There's something about it. It, it. it is these these pants are hard to match with this with white shirts, and that's a pet peeve of mine. Do you have a like when if you go black pants and black shirt? Does it bother you if they don't match the no, colors? No, I don't think. I mean, black. I can't wear black pants. You have I, these. Are those corduroys? No, these are just green army pants. Army I got pants. told the other day that, like, I, I think I have, like, nice guy fit pants. Like, they're not, like, baggy. They're not skinny. They're mid. But I had, someone, in a bad way. I had someone tell me the other day, like, what's up with those skinny pants? And I was like, oh. these are not, these, I thought these are, like, dickies. Apparently, yeah. life Those is, are, like, normal pants. And a nice guy fit. He's nice. Do you have any other surf news? No. Skate news is brought to you by Beneath Apparel at Beneath Apparel. On March 7th, 2022, Tony Hawk was trying a 540, a McTwist, and he slammed and he snapped that big femur of his into oblivion. It was horrible. Nobody liked it. It was it was bad. We don't want Tony Hawk to get hurt. The good news is, now a year later, Tony Hawk just released a video blunt sliding over the channel on his ramp and... He's going to be back competing at X Games in 2023. He's already got some tricks planned. He's going to be in Best Trick. The last time he was in Best Trick was in 2021, mm -hmm. where he got fourth place at age 53. Check this out. This year, he's, he's going to this. try a Madonna Check. sugar cane. Berry. Check this wild news. What's your wild news? The X Games is being held at Ventura Fairgrounds. I saw that. Isn't that weird? Which yeah, is, okay, I've already... It's kind of a return to... The classics. I've already heard some weird shit. Okay, because the motocross guys, the FMX dudes, yeah. are already bummed because the Ventura Fairgrounds and Ventura in general in the summertime is notorious for onshore wind. Okay. And when you're flipping a motorcycle 50 feet above the asphalt, not ideal. No. We'll call her back later. Yeah. So they might be... But, but I think... I think it's cool that they're going back to Ventura because Ventura has always been a, a hardcore, cool place. Skating, surfing. You know, they got their own thing going on in Ventura. I mean, Dane is Reynolds, it like... you know, the yeah, Malloy no, 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 brothers. No, I'm, not saying, I'm not saying it's... it's uh, I know you're not saying it's bad. I'm just like, it's different. And I do, I appreciate the fact that they're trying to do something unique. Yes. Are you, are you in it? No. You're competing? No. Maybe I'm Tony Hawk. I don't know if I'm hosting or maybe some hosting will happen. I don't know. Um, we'll see what happens. 
Well, we're very excited to see Tony Hawk coming back. This is just the guy is so, he's so next level, and he's next level at business. And also, wait, he's next level at skateboarding and also at business. Uh, the Birdman has teamed up with Foo's Gone Wild. Oh, I saw that. Foo's Gone Wild sock check birdhouse collab with Foo's Gone Wild. I love that. That's that mask. The 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 Foo's Gone Wild. Uh, like, like, like clown mask. Like that the, thing is scary. The hockey clown that thing's mask. Scary. Uh, what else we got? Oh, this is I, Todd. I know you love animal news. Love animal news. All right. So there was a four-day skateboarding competition in Bangkok. Dogs showed off their skills at a makeshift skate park. Did you say dogs? Dogs showed off their skills at. Oh yeah, no. This is animal skateboarding this news. Is dog skateboarding. I have had enough humans. <laughs> um. Tons of dogs dressed up, skateboarding, shredding, and also they were joined by lizards in headsets, uh, squirrels in dresses. What are you, what are you talking about? Uh, this is a skate. A lot of an- there was an- animal. This there was other animal fans there skating. Yeah, so they're skating dogs, skating lizards. Lizards came to watch. Oh my god! Um, there do was do- some cats do dogs there. Wear- lizards. Does dogs wear little knee pads? Um, some of them. I just think that I, I think it's cool that Bangkok in Thailand is a little bit ahead of the curve. We have dog surfing events in here in California. I don't have any. I don't have yet to see a dog skate event. They filled an arena. It was like street league for dogs. And I and I will post some photos on our Monday Mass site to get you guys excited about skateboarding, especially dog skateboarding. Um, in other skate news, go skateboarding. Snow news is brought to you by New Greens. Snowboarding. Snowboarding news. Snowboarding is here. Give me the snow news first. No, regardless of what you ride. What is the snow news? Where are we at in, in the, the snow snowpack? world? Snowpack. Okay, the snowpack news is it ain't going nowhere. It's still there. It's still there. I just came from Mammoth. I was in Mammoth last week and then went straight from Mammoth to Utah. Yeah, well, hold, let's... It's, Don't gloss over that. I'm not glossing over it. I'm gonna. I'll go back and revisit. But it is still midwinter. They just got, I think, 11 inches of snow at Mammoth the other day. I get Baldy here in in nine? outside Los Angeles. Nine just inches got a bunch or 11. I, I read a different chart. Anyway, there's plenty of snow left. The ski resorts, unfortunately, though, are understaffed. So a lot of them have adopted abbreviated. Uh, Work, hours week, work and weeks and hours. So, so it's a lot of weekend shredding going so on. So people who planned on, I'm going to work this season, they didn't know it was going to be the heaviest snowfall ever. And they're like, I, I got to go back to yeah. Austria. I got to yeah. go back to wherever. So yeah. So now a lot of, uh, a lot of these, um, a lot of these resorts, you know, are not able to get into mountain bike season. Um, Mammoth is uh, particularly because there's too much snow. I didn't even think of that. That's yeah, a it's, huge revenue source. It's a giant source, revenue right? source. So right now, Mammoth is um, kind of canning their mountain bike season. Jeez. And they are going to try and push to do to have snowboarding until next season starts. Wow. To fill in the bikes. All, all summer. All summer. Did they call June Mountain June Mountain because you could – Ski and snowboard there through June. Is that why they called it that? Or is it a guy named Bob I June? I don't think so. A woman, Mary June. Mary June. She died and they built that mountain as her... Yeah, they built it. 
So last uh, last week I went. Tell uh, us about your journey. On us. So it seems like I was gone for way longer than I was. I think I was gone for like maybe 12 days. No, 10, 10 days. Maybe. It seemed like a month. I went to Mammoth with the Quicksilver Snowboard team to kind of film a little bit more of our video that we have coming out that we still don't have a title for yet, but it was great. And we got we got to do some shredding up at Mammoth after hours. They ran the I'll lift. come up with a name. They ran the lift for us one night until seven o'clock. So big shout out to Encinitas homie Gabe Taylor. Just oh yeah. Who's now running the program at, at Mammoth and he is Well deserved. He is the champ. We did some hiking in and around Crowley. We hiked up um, what was originally the Mammoth Mountain Ski Resort back in the forties and fifties. It's where the original what do you mean? You know when you you know are you familiar with driving into Mammoth? Mm, there's, a, yeah. there's a little town called Crowley that's like the first the, the last town Crowley. last town you come to before you hit Mammoth. Well, there's all these big I've sh- got gas there before. Big chutes, right? Right, and so we hiked up one of the chutes, and we rode it like a big wave, and it Shoot. was fun. And we had the whole Quicksilver team was there, and then so. We were there for a few days, and then I jumped on an airplane and flew to Utah, where. Um, where I have this crazy experience with Peace Park where we get there and it's mudslides have covered the road because it's springtime. In Utah? In Utah. Okay. So we, can't, we can't even get up to Peace Park. So where did you fly? You flew, flew from Mammoth flew, Airport? No, I flew from Reno to Salt Lake. Salt okay. Lake, you know, go to drive up the canyon. Mudslides have covered the road. Okay. Road is closed for two days, basically. People are trapped up at Snowbird. And this event is now starting. And they're like, we got to start. We got to get this thing going. How are we going to get the homies up here? So I flew in a helicopter. Who's They sent you a helicopter? Yeah, they, well, me and a couple other people were sent a helicopter by Woodward and Peace Park and Snowbird. Tight. And flew us up to the resort, which was incredible. You should ask for that at every event. Right? I know. It's, it was fantastic. But... So we got up there, and Danny Davis and um, Woodward put together this Peace Park event. The who's who of snowboarding was there. It looked joyful. It was amazing. The weather was great. The riding was out of hand. Um, you, just, I think you went off. For I judging have, what, from what you kind of, I think you clicked into a, a, a higher level. I've been just snowboarding in terms a of, lot this year. Yeah, like I think lot. this was your best performance. At least judging by the social media, you were really trying. I was trying, and I have been trying. You didn't you look know? like you were trying. It didn't look like you were. I don't have you're ripping. You're anything ripping. to really prove to anybody, but I've rode a lot more this year than I have in years past, and I rode a lot of jumps. Did you do a back five? I think I did back seven. Back, back seven back was the seven. one I saw. I mean, it's not that big of a deal. It's I mean, a big deal like, to me. That was like a warm up. Some of these people move seven in the morning warm up trick back in the day. But it's just like whatever. I just I'm having a really good time snowboarding, and yeah, it shows. And yay. And so, uh, Raibu won. Raibu Katiyama okay. won. Um, and then for the women on a gasser won. Danny Davis won the Floverall, which has been <laughs> Q uh, Castellet won for the women, and then Kokomo Marase won for a standout, and Jake Cantor also won for the standout. So it was like it was like a great people just ripped. You know what I liked? Too? Brock Crouch, Red Gerard, freaking Sean Fitzsimons. Um, 
Haley Langland. No uh, banners. No yeah, bleachers. There's, there's, I mean, there's definitely banners and stuff there, but it was just like you were just like riding with the the most talented snowboarders on the planet right now. Yeah, and so it was you, it's infectious. Is it? So I only saw what you guys posted on your social medias. Whoever I follow that was there. Is it going to be made into a show? Is it going to be broadcast and we could see the whole thing? Or was it live and I missed it somehow? No, it's uh, it's going to be uh, packaged and put together and probably come out on some form of, of media uh, soon. <laughs> on a, a well, I, don't know, I don't know if it's going to show up on – it'll show up on YouTube, but I don't know if it's going to be actually on TV. Okay. But who – no one watches TV. It's going to be on Roku. It's, yeah. It'll be somewhere. It's going to um, be somewhere. Speaking of TV, yep. I just want to say that uh, Marcus Cleveland. Oh, my God, dude. Okay, so this the one trick that I'm thinking of, and I could be char- uh, screwing this name up. I think he did a back lip, double back flip. Double front flip. Back lip, double front. Off a... Round rail. It was like a launcher. rail. What the rail hell? with a reverse donkey. Has anybody yeah. ever done this? No, he Marcus Cleveland. Every time he goes snowboarding, weird shit like this happens. Like you want to talk about someone who's like the Daywan song of snowboarding. I just I want to I want to that's, that's yeah. Marcus Cleveland. Marcus Cleveland's on another level. Um, Marcus Cleveland's also an incredibly good uh, gymnast. Like he's very comfortable flipping. He always seems to know where he is in the air. Um, nice guy. It's the nicest. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's like. Um, yeah. There so you can goes, just see. Let me it. see. Uh, I can't see. So I guess. It, let me see. Let me look at it. Let me tell you what he's doing. I think he's double back. Back lip. Back lip. I guess that would be like a. No. I never. Watch, I've watch, never watch. seen. He comes in. Back lip, and he kind of flips in. So it's like a double wildcat out of a. Out of a front board slide. I never seen anything slide. like that. That looks like a video game. That looks like. But it's like that's would... that's the kind of that's where snowboarding is going. You know, as, as people being able to combine these weird tricks, it's just cool. I think he's now, he, he regained his place in my top three all-time snowboarders. Um, no, he's dope. Yeah. He's really uh, dope. This is a great story. So we reported on it. It was all over social media. Two guys, uh, Ian Steger and Francis Zuber. Ian Steger, skier. Francis Zuber, snowboarder. They met, so... This is the the footage of the guy whose head was in the tree well. And oh, the and guy was riding down a baker and he spotted. So these guys randomly met that morning. Never met before. Before before the incident. Before the incident, they met Whoa. that morning, like on lift, and they you know it was like, dude, we should we should take a run later. You know, like you meet somebody, you're like, yeah, dude, let's take a run later. I believe they call that serendipity. Serendipity. So they saw each other again later that day. And, and one of them was like, meet me at the top. We'll go down this next run together. So they met at the top. The snowboarder, Francis, goes down. And he's a great snowboarder. Further proof that this kind of stuff can happen to anyone. Um, oh, man. <laughs> oh, my God. Someone is, someone's actually calling Chris on his iPad. Why? Why would you call someone on their iPad? I don't know how... how- and now we're fucked. Well, we might have lost that we're, feed. We're fucked. Anyway. So, okay, so this dude comes down. This dude goes down, and the snowboarder goes first. And it, it's incredible because if you've ever followed somebody on a tree line, you know, uh, I guess you would kind of follow their path in a way. But 
what happened was the snowboarder went, he fell, and again, he was a great rider. This isn't like a beginner in over his head. It just shows you that it can happen to anyone. So the guy fell. The guy who fell 10 days or so, two weeks or 10 days before he fell, his friend died in a tree well. Whoa. So this guy goes head first, back, even worse, backwards head first into the tree well. And as it happens, he's struggling. He just gets deeper and deeper in his mind because his friend just died the same way. He's He knows it takes 15 minutes for snow to suffocate you to death. So he's already thinking, I've only got 15 more minutes to live. Wow. He's under. This makes me so nervous. Oh, God, it's horrible. And so he's, uh, you know, however many minutes it's been. The skier that he had just met earlier that day, Ian Steger, and if I'm butchering this story, somebody tell me, but it's sounding good. It's really dramatic. The skier just happens to take the same path through the same tree stand. He sees the board. He's got to stop. Corner of his back eye. Up. Yeah. Like this. The, yeah. The story is unbelievable. And so he saved his life. And now these guys are best buds. Why wouldn't you be? And uh, Ian... Uh, Francis has said he's buying Ian beers for life. Dude, I think we should get one of these homies on the potty. Let's do it. Okay. Which one, though? Whatevs. Whichever one. Whoever will answer the phone. Um, And also, so that was a life saved. And also another life saved. (laughs) This is gnarly. A 32-year-old guy from Colorado Springs injured on Saturday after taking a 2,000-foot fall. What? He fell 2,000 feet while skiing on Wilson Peak. But he didn't fall off a 2,000-foot cliff. He just like 2,000 feet of this. Yeah, t- aggressive tomahawking. Uh, 2,000 feet is pretty far. It's pretty far. Think of a, how a football field is 300 feet. So that's... I mean, you do the math. That's 20 football. That's 28 football fields. Of aggressive, at least to- aggressive tomahawking. That is whiplash times yeah. 10. So, um, that's, uh, that's insane. Well... Crazy stuff. Uh, um, snowboard season is still going. It's still going. And I'm going to go snowboard this week. I'm going to go to Baldy on Friday. Oh, my gosh. Look and at I you. Get some slush in. Okay, so that was snowboard Ooh. news. Uh, thank you very much. Uh, nerd news is brought to you by our friends at Panikin Coffee and Tea because it's the best coffee in the world, especially in Encinitas. I mean, easily in Encinitas. It's our favorite coffee. But uh, a couple things going on. Todd, you, uh, I was... I thought you were going to be still on your little snowboard mission, so I didn't invite you. I went and saw Sparta play their first album, Wiretap Scars. Was it just... Wait, when you say... Okay, so Sparta, obviously, one of my favorite bands, kind of an offshoot of... Not like an offshoot, but members of At The Drive-In. Yes. Created this yes. other band. Great. I love Sparta. Yeah. They So they this was advertised as them playing Wiretap Scars, the That's album. That's why I went... Because which is arguably the best Sparta. It's the first Sparta album. It so that album when it first came out, I was like, I loved it, and the, re, the it's got six bangers. Yeah, right off the top. Yeah, there's good there's, six bangers off the top. I love when bands come and play these full albums because you just, you you know the cadence and you know what songs you're gonna play. It's great. And no offense to Sparta's new stuff, but I want to hear this stuff, right? It sounded just like that. Except for Jim Ward's there voice. There are three... I, see, I disagree with you there. I thought his voice was fine. 
And I liked their stage presence. They were just kind of, you know, like they were into it. They were cruising. They were just solid. Freaking love. What an Spotted opener dude. for an that, album. That album is so good. Wiretap Scars. I'm sorry your, I didn't. Cut Your Ribbon. Invite you. Sparta. It's okay. I didn't even know it was happening. And then uh, Jesse, I thought you were gone. Jesse Fritch texted me yesterday yeah. afternoon, kind of late. He's like, I have two tickets to go to Sparta. Do you want to go? They were, they were, they were great. It was, it was just, you know, it was solid. They were a three piece now. I thought there used to be a five piece, but it sounded awesome. Um, cool. Oh, and I have a, so I got a new product. This, this homie I skate with on Thursdays, Taylor hooked me up with his sister who, Works for this company called Earth and Kin. What is it? And I basically got this badass bike trailer and wagon. It's called a Earth and Kin Mule. What do you mean? Like it just goes behind your bike? So you can put it on your bike, and it's like a little trailer, and it's it's all cool, like aircraft aluminum. For like a and dog? For a uh, well, it's for the dog. Hopefully, we've did a couple tests. The dog so far doesn't isn't loving it, but we're gonna work on it more. <laughs> it's cool. Because it doesn't even feel like you're towing anything. And it's got big tires. That's it cool. looks badass. And one thing that I appreciated about it, other than its beefiness, its coolness, it's going to be, I'm going to further test it. I opened the package, no plastic, no like plastic in it, no bag. It's not in a bag. And I go, that's really cool. And then all the things, usually zip ties hold mm-hmm. all the elements together. They were paper little strings. So there's no plastic in the whole packaging. That's cool. And I thought that was cool. You know, it was it was something I haven't seen before that often. But uh, Earth and Kin, great job. It's three hundred bucks. It's lightweight. It's solid. And so far, I highly recommend it. I'm gonna okay. go. I'm gonna use. I it don't a little have bit anything more. to put in there. Yeah, Todd. After 27 years, some 41 has called it quits. I'm sorry to be the one who has to tell you this. Some 41. Yes. No more. You don't. You don't even get some. You get huh. none. Some none 41. of some 41. What did they sing? I forget. Fat Lip. Some. He was going out with Avril. It all started to go downhill when it, him and Avril Levine broke up. And she got with the guy from Nickelback. I think that's okay. the ultimate rock and roll diss. Derek Wembley is his name. I can, I can think of his name. I don't name. even remember I what they think sang. Of, l- 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 let's pull it up. I mean. I don't really. We're talking throwbacks. I don't really care i know i think it's just kind of a funny song and is this funny that this like i think i'm confusing that with alien ant farm oh no is this the band with that pete wentz guy is that pete wentz is he in some 41 no i don't know yeah i hate that turn that off yeah it sucks but they broke up they're breaking up and it's like man i had such high hopes for the future of some 41 I haven't thought of them in a while, but they broke up, so it's not going to happen. I think I like Alien Ant Farm better. I like Alien Ant Farm. That's Michael Jackson. That Annie, Are You Okay song still freaking hits. Still slaps. It does slap. And the video slaps. Um, Todd, there's a writer's strike in Hollywood. I heard about it. This is not good. I also heard that um, they are actually, some of the, some of the, Movie execs are actually going to chat GPT yes. to fill in the blanks, which is a fucking sup- crazy, well, dude. Supposedly. Well, yeah, but like even if that's talk, like there are you're already starting the downfall. Where there's smoke, there's fire. So this means not only do and I don't know how many out there watch, you know, Fallon, Kimmel, Saturday Night Live. Yeah. These these are live programs weekly that 
now are canceled for now mm-hmm. because there's no writers. Uh, Stranger Things, their last season, their yeah. final season is in production now. Well, it's not. Pretty soon, pretty soon this is going to start affecting everyone. Do you remember in that... All of us forget, fans of stuff. Do you remember the Batman movie with Jack Nicholson when he was the Joker? Y- yes. And okay, do you remember... Danny in, DeVito was the Penguin? Yes. Do you remember in that movie where uh, the Joker put all something crazy in all the makeup? Like it was like... That was like turning people doing something to people and then all of a sudden they started to show all the people on the news without makeup on and they were oh, all like yeah. fucking zits and yeah, everything like yes. that makes me think of this writer's strike like we're gonna start getting like zitty shit because they're gonna get, <laughs> get there's, there's gonna be some people that break the picket line to write and it's just gonna be some zitty ass content well, maybe I don't understand this so basically if you get if you got a show on NBC right they rerun it or you know they run it and then they rerun it. They the bought writer it. They get, bought it for from you already. Yeah, but the writer's gonna get a couple grand, maybe for the, unless for a it show. depends on if you signed your rights away. But if you're on, if you get on Netflix or Amazon, you get like a penny. So it's the same type of shit that musicians well, yeah. are going through now it's, with Spotify and it's all that. Whack, and it's and it also affects us as being commentators of. Like television shows, so like, do we have to write our own stuff? So, well, no, just just the way this works, though. We'd be like, scabs. We'd be scabs. But here's the deal: is like, when we, you know, you get a certain amount of money for things that are shown on terrestrial television, like yeah. NBC. But now, the internet, like, no one fucking has TV. No one watches TV anymore. But they right. want to. They they still have this old school thing where they're like. Well, if it's streaming, you don't get paid as much. Right. Even though that's where all the eyeballs are. So it's like it's going to be a big come to Jesus moment within the entire entertainment industry that streaming and Netflix and YouTube and all these different things. Yes. That is where everyone is and it's you should be getting paid the exact same. One good thing about it is we're getting these really clever signs on the protest line and re- regardless of your thoughts on Donald Trump the reason that he became such a global superstar was in the original writer's strike about 10 years ago. Uh, that's when reality TV became so important because you didn't need writers for it. Mm. And so The Apprentice just happened to come along at a time where there's a writer's strike. Oh, is that so true? NBC no put everything it had behind it. And the rest is history, wow. as they say. So what you're as saying the writers would have said. It's the writer's fault. Chris, that's some scapegoating ass motherfucking shit right there. I know. Let me look at my phone just to make sure I don't have any other cool um, news. It was Star Wars Day last week. Right. Um, oh, May the 4th be with May you. May the 4th was last week. Uh, I didn't... Re- nothing happened. You didn't do anything? Nothing happened. Okay. Um, I'm going to see Guardians of the Galaxy 3 tomorrow. I into have, the theater. Into the theater. I'm going into the theater. My family is actually out of town, but I'm going to go see it by myself because my family could give a shit less about nice. anything Marvel. But I do really like James Gunn and what he's done with the Guardians of the Galaxy franchise. I think it's funny. You're a gun advocate. Yeah. That's not timely. Questions presented by Nanocraft CBD. <laughs> oh, wait. Really? <laughs> no. No. Yeah, fuck Nanocraft. They won't call us back. Well, don't. We're going to do it by giving us free Bachan's Japanese barbecue sauce is the presenter of this week's questions. Wilson says, if you were to host a Monday mass serve contest, what would be the format? Any changes from the WSL or still best two waves? No, the format would be uh, surf rail of death. Or 